What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago, since the summer, we have toured the city with Chicagoans, getting their unique personal guide to the neighborhoods they call home. Folks who grew up in their neighborhoods, moved in a few years ago, or are returning after decades. Our first time meeting up was in Beverly on the far south side with librarian and Beverly native Ashley Rayner. And I live like a, a block and a half from my parents, which is probably like the most Beverly thing about me. Seriously. It's Tuesday, December 27th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. We're out here at Ridge Park. You grew up here. This is your ancestral home. What was it like growing up in, in Beverly? Um, it's very uh, family oriented. There's a lot of there's a lot of kids just kind of like running around all over the place. So like you would just see roaming packs of children like all all times of the year, and um, it was really nice because there's so much green space. There's I, I'm not really I wasn't really an outside kid. I play a lot of video games, but you know to ride your bike or like you know we're at Ridge Park. There's tennis courts right here. Like this space has like like uh, baseball fields and 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 track and so there's lots of space and there's lots of uh, things to do um, outside which I think um, not a lot not every neighborhood in Chicago has one thing I've heard about the community is there there are you know you know back porches people really throw parties in their home there's there you know any street from block to block might have a, a tight-knit community what was that like growing up around there's like a little known thing I think that the park district will help you get a bouncy house if you are throwing a block party and so uh, I don't know if we did that but like you know there were there's you can get a bounce house and people just kind of be out in the neighbor out in the street like you know here's food here's drinks we're all riding our, we get to ride your bike in the street which is really awesome as a kid you know it's just a good way to kind of get to know your neighbors and like you know see them out so now like we had people that would do like porch beer so you would go um go to people's houses and sit on their porch and drink beer, which I guess that makes sense. But out here a couple of weeks ago, they had like an art fair. So people had their like, their their really cool artwork. And so you could sell and, and buy stuff. And um, you know, more stuff like that, I think is happening now as like things are opening up. But there, there's a there's a good vibe of like, you know, we're gonna spend this time outdoors and like spend it the best we can and getting to know each other. In the time that we've been sitting out here, you can hear the kids playing behind us. You hear the Metro not too far. You hear the planes overhead. But you also see so many people walking through the neighborhood. You know, why'd you bring us to Ridge Park on, on this sunny morning? I wanted you to see... Um the field house, which has like a pool inside and they do a lot of classes. You can't see it from here, but there's like a ceramics house. There are um, 
there are tennis courts that uh, we used to play tennis on, pretending we were Serena and Venus, um, my heroes. And then, um, so, like, I, and there's always people out. There's always people, like, doing stuff and using the facilities. But, again, you see people jogging, you know. There's, you know, a, a, a bunch of a, a little black girls playing around us. You know, as, as a black woman who grew up in the neighborhood to now be raising your son, we're out here with your two-month-year-old. What is it like to have that, that this new perspective as a parent? It seems like there's a drive to kind of bring like a strong energy, like a strong kind of like we are a community of like artists and and maybe even activism. And so like to see that and to participate in that is really cool. So like in September, there's like the Beverly Art Walk, which people come to. Um, and so it's, it, they basically take over like quite a few streets. And, and there's also like a lot of musical like and when I say musical, I mean like um, like DJ sets that people will do. Um, in the at Nikki's on Bev, on Western, uh, what's Nikki's? Oh, sorry, Nikki's is a is a restaurant. It's it's like a kind of diner, I, I, and you know they have burgers and and fries, but they also have like vegan food, which is like very surprising to me. I was always like, oh, staple Nikki's a little quick Nikki's milkshake. Like, I don't know if you've been by there, but like, they, you know, they have this really cool space where they do like art shows and music and like, you know, they'll have drinks and stuff. I think to see that kind of energy, I, I think it was quieter when I was a kid. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I definitely think this is not a neighborhood I feel like I would want to live in as like a 20 something, maybe necessarily, because it's, it's quiet and like it's very family oriented. But they're, we're, we're doing things now to kind of make it um, more fun for like a wider range of people. For people who might might not understand like neighborhood dynamics in Chicago, but when you start talking about neighborhoods on the far northwest or southwest sides, the reason you see so many cops and firefighters and teachers is because to work in for the city, you have to live in the city. And people chose to live like right on the outskirts of neighborhoods. This neighborhood really only, I mean, started integrating about 60 years ago. And so when people talk about the history of Beverly and Mount Greenwood adjacent, there there is this racial history that has to be discussed. And so as somebody who is raised in a neighborhood, now raising their family in the neighborhood, is that tension maybe, you know, not the same as when you were a kid? I think there are a lot of people here who are cognizant of that of all races, and I think they are trying very hard to change that. In Beverly, I can't speak for other neighborhoods. I know in Beverly, you know, there's like a, there's a, a goal of making it a friendlier place. I think a lot of people are cognizant of that. I know um, Beverly is the way it is because in the 60s or 70s, I want to say BAPA, the Beverly Area Planning Association, they we're like, we're not going to have this redlining. They, they, and that's what you have to do. You have to say, like, it's an active choice to not be racist. And so I think people are still making that choice today. And so, like, when I think it was after George Floyd, there were people of all races on the corner. Like, I think it's like 103rd and Western. And they were, like, protesting and, like, talking about it. And so, you know, these discussions are happening. And they're not just happening with, like, with people of color. I didn't see it as a kid, but I think, you know, I, I remember my mom saying she grew up in um, Chatham and she was like, I didn't really see racism because all I knew were, were black people. I think here it's like I didn't really see it because like I was kind of insulated just because of my family, just like just because of how my family is and, you know, the people we were around. One thing that I think is really interesting, moving from the north side to the south side, we went from being the only black family at a daycare to one of many black families at um, both my older daughter's school and at my it'll be at my son's daycare 
it, it's nice to have like that kind of community. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ashley, I want to hear your Beverly neighborhood guide. Can you give me a couple things you love to do in the neighborhood? So I really love to walk. I'm um, finishing up my maternity leave. And so um, a lot of times it's like either I could sit and, and binge Justified or I could get outside. Um, so I'm trying to do more of that, you know, before the weather uh, gets colder. So I love to walk up and down Longwood and uh, pretend that I have one of these big houses on this street. Um, I love to go to the farmer's market. We're really not far. It's like at 95th up here in Longwood every Sunday. I love to walk to the library, even though I don't work for the city anymore. I still go to the Beverly Library and the Walker Library and the Mount Greenwood Library. I, I am... I'm library agnostic. I'll go to wherever the books are, or whether, wherever the DVDs are. What's the spot you like to eat at in the neighborhood? So I really like, I've already mentioned Nikki's. Nikki's is really good because of the variety of different food that they have. So like you can get your gyro, you can get your hot, your Chicago style hot dog, but they also have like a lobster roll, which I haven't tried yet, but that sounds amazing. Or like um, there's a lot, there's like vegan brats, which, you know, you think, especially in Beverly, people are like vegan brats. But like um, there's also, um, I can't, I, you know, this is a classic, but like rainbow cone. I'm too scared to get a full rainbow cone because it's a lot of ice cream and I will just, it's just too much ice cream, but it is delicious. But I will also plug on 103rd. There's a place called Ohana and it is black owned and they have ice cream in shaved ice. Right here on 95th, there's Flippin' Flavors, which um, has sandwiches and amazing salads. Um, there's Kimmy's Cakes, which is on uh, on Western. Um, she does really great um, like tacos and sandwiches. Oh, there's Auntie Sweet, like a lot of jerk uh, chicken and uh, these really great salads. I love that you just have the list. Right, just right now, she's like, I'm going to start with Nikki's, but then Kimmy's, then Ohana's. 
thinking about it, a lot of these places are black owned, they're owned by women. And so like it's something that we try um to support. We try to support all of our local restaurants, of course. So and like you know, we're talking about the changes, like when I was a kid, this there weren't all these different restaurants. There weren't all these different kind of um things to do. And Beverly is like really famous for like pizza and um Was there a spot outside your crib that you and your family went to a lot and is that still in the neighborhood? We would pick up from Milano's a lot, which is a pizza place. Of course, like real Chicagoans, we didn't get like a ton of deep dish like that. You know, that was a special occasion. I think this is in Evergreen Park, but uh, we used to go to Chai Tung, which is a Chinese. <laughs> oh my God, Chai, oh my God. That jumbo shrimp fried rice is. See, I'm not fancy like you, I just get regular. The thing that's really funny, I think, about Beverly is that, like, or this area in general, is that, like, we're really close to the edge of the city. We're close to, like, Oak Lawn, Evergreen Park, Blue Island. If if, if I could talk about a place in Blue Island, um, yeah, so uh, this isn't a food place, but there is a bar that we love called um, Rock Island Public House. And then there's also Blue Island Beer Company right there, too. And they do um, kind of like a... Not a farmer's market, but like a like a like a craft market around Christmas every year and stuff. So we've talked a little bit about things to do in the neighborhood, thing places you like to eat. What are some things people have to see if they come through this neighborhood? So uh, the one that I would say is the castle. I think it's called the Givens Irish Castle because it's a castle on a hill. And I guess I should say, too, uh, this is one of the few places that has a hill in Chicago. So you should definitely come see our hill. Um, Maybe it's technically a ridge. I'm not sure. I'm not a geologist. But we're really close to the Major Taylor Trail. Um, so Major Taylor was like this really amazing cyclist athlete around the turn of the last century. And... um, it's kind of he's one of those people that like kind of didn't get his due until more recently and so there's a really dedicated group of people that like maintain the trail it goes through beverly but there's also parts in roseland and um washington heights i know there are some shopping districts uh not too far from here right off like 103rd of 99th are there some spots in those areas that you like to to stop by so um, on 99th, we just recently, they just recently, I know this isn't like shopping, shopping, but they just recently opened Afro Joe's, which I think was in Gresham. Um, coffee shop? Yes, it's a coffee shop. They also have food. There's a store over there called Turkey, which has like the cutest, like um, when my daughter graduated from kindergarten, I, she, I knew she didn't want like flowers, flowers. So they had like these felt flowers that she really loved. There's Beverly Dry Goods, which has um, mixers for alcohol, but also like a lot of cute Chicago themed um clothing and they won best themed candles in the last (laughs) Southside weekly they have a chicago mix candle and it smells like chicago mix and it's so good like it's just yeah yeah like the popcorn i'm sorry yeah so um yeah caramel and cheese which it's more caramel than cheese but still that would be kind of a weird cheese candle but um so they have really really cool stuff there too um on 103rd there's the beverly phono mart so we have or mostly me i have talked about getting a record player for like two years and so finally we got one um they have a really great selection of just like really anything and, I, and they will order stuff for you and you can order from them online um Oh, oh, and then also in Mount um, there's this place called Big and Little Shoes, and it's a shoe store for children. And when I was a kid, we went there all the time. And now I take my daughter there, which is like really, I like, oh, that's kind of emotional to think about. But um, there's quite a few places like that where um, the longevity of uh, people in this neighborhood is just so inspiring and so like wonderful to see. So, and it's, it's cool to, to do some of the things that I did as a kid with my kids. When we think about Chicago and neighborhood pride, do you still feel that pride for Beverly? 
I do, and I think um, I'm I'm definitely not going to sit here and say that Beverly is perfect in any way, shape, or form. Much like the rest of the city, there is work to be done. But I think that being here and doing the work and participating is um, so important. Like you, you have to. I mean. It's a cliche, I guess, but you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. I want Beverly to be a good place for myself, for my kids, and for like anyone who comes after me. And like maybe to be part of them, to contribute uh, in whatever way I can, even if it's you know just buying some records, a lot of records, too many records. Ashley, I really appreciate you kind of sharing your own personal history of the neighborhood. That's really what we're trying to capture with this series, so it means a lot to us. Oh my god, it was so fun. I love to talk, and I love to talk about Chicago and Beverly, and I think it's a great place. Hey, Jacoby, CityCast. Uh, this is Mac. Uh, I grew up in Beverly, lived there for about the first 20 or so years of my life. Just wanted to highlight a few spots. very important to a lot of the people I grew up with. Um, the best spot uh, and still my favorite restaurant in the city um, is Hot Notch Beef Burger on 95th Street. And then just outside of Beverly, probably, uh, on 72nd and Western, the tiny little white shack called Fat Johnny's and it's the best hot dog in the world. Um, other big things growing up uh, events-wise were Obviously, the Southside Irish Parade every March. Um, the Ridge Run on Memorial Day weekend was a big staple for me and my family. The Grand Prix Bicycle Race of Beverly was also a big one. I believe that's uh, every September, actually. Thanks. We got a lot more tours of the South Side for you, including Pullman and Roseland, Auburn, Gresham, South Shore, and Inglewood. Check the link in the show notes for more. Remember, we're looking to tour every single community area, get down into the nitty gritty with the neighborhoods, and we want to hear from you. If you want to tour your neighborhood with me, my lead producer, Carrie Shepard, producer Simone Alisea, hit us up at 773-780-0246. Leave your name, your neighborhood, and a couple of your favorite spots. Join us tomorrow when we're headed to the north side for a walkthrough of Oz Park with a born and raised Lincoln Parker. I'm going to talk to y'all tomorrow. Peace. I love a good tangent. Keep it going. See <laughs> money? No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sing. I'm gonna go off track. I'm a. That ADHD is real. TikTok not lying to me. I got it. Carrie was like, "It's only gonna be 45 minutes," and I was like, "You don't know me. You don't know how I talk." Um, so.